me get in this prophetic word the Lord gave me. Lift your Bible. Say this real quick. The word of God is the answer. The answer is in the word. Amen. Amen. And I'm, glad, I'm so glad I'm in this real. It's a segue to what I'm, I'm glad I'm in this real because many of us will admit right now that had we done what the word told us to do in action and reaction to offenses or whatever relationships, if we had a reacted and reacted the word's way, how many of you would agree that right now you would be in a better place? A lot of people have held on anger issues and traumas because they did not re they did not act or react the way God told them. People will leave church because of an offense, and the Bible told you to go to the person, and you don't go. The moment you leave that church and gossip about what happened to you, you are wrong, because the Scripture said you were supposed to go to them. So you just like the person that you say did you wrong. You just like them now. The Bible says, as a matter of fact, the Bible says God hates what you does because you're running to and fro starting mischief. That's Proverbs 6, 6, uh, Proverbs 6, Proverbs 6 starting at verse 16. These six things do the Lord hate, yea, seven is an abomination. God says go to the person. Commune with them. Then if take, take another witness if you can. Then take it before the church. We leave and then talk about the place. Well, you're the one running to and fro starting mischief now. If we would just do what the Word of, everything the Word of God tells us to do seems like it is against us and it makes us look weak, but it's actually there to protect you. It's to keep, it's to keep your spirit from being broken. Because the Bible says a broken spirit, who can handle? Praise the Lord. You don't want a broken spirit. So here's the prophetic word God gave me June 1st at 9.37 a.m. He said, my people are losing and failing Short, falling short in life, excuse me, and look no different than the world, not because they can't do, but because they are operating without me. God never intended for us to do anything in life apart from him. Acts 17, 28 says, it is in him we live, we move, and have our being. That's what the Bible says. God wants to be an intricate part of every area of your life, your relationships, your conversations, how you handle business, how you deal with your children, in all of your, God wants to be an intricate part of every part of your life. Come on, say amen to that. He said they do not understand and have not accepted. Now, I added this word because this word was not in the prophetic word. In this word accepted, I also added this word embraced. Come on, say embrace. And so we do not understand, we've not accepted, I said embraced, that I have their lives planned out. God has our lives planned out. Amen. Before you got here, if God had already planned out what your life would look like and be and become in him. Not, 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 just, your, not just the alls of your life, like you doing this, you, no, 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 no. God, God say for everybody, for this person, if they get in me, I got a plan. So once they get saved and get in me, part of salvation is getting in his plan for you. That's why you're supposed to leave the old life alone because the old life wasn't planned by him. The old life was we did it because we felt like doing it or because it felt good or because society agreed with it. No, God said, well, that's not my plan. That's a fallen plan. 
My plan is when you get in me, I have a plan for you. As a matter of fact, Psalms, let me, let me take you a few places. This is so good. Come on, God, God is already, see, it is possible for the believer, I was at home by myself a little while yesterday talking to the Lord, and uh, he began to share some stuff with me uh, that uh, Psalms 139, Psalms 139, verse 16, Psalms 139, verse 16, oh God, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Can I just revelate today? Is that okay? Okay, 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 okay. Now, you know, but believers aren't supposed to be broke, busted, and disgusted. I'm going to make a statement here. Hold on to your seat. It is possible for you as a believer to live life without mistake. Now, I'm not talking about mistakes as in we don't mess up. I'm talking about in mistakes as we don't, we don't miss it. We don't face setback in life. It's possible for the believer because if, if then we are facing setback and we're in Christ, then we will have to say that that setback was a part of God's plan. Think about that. Think about what I just said. For those of us that say we experience setback, then you got to say that that was a part of God's plan for you that you experience setback. Now, with a show of hands, we got parents in the room. How many parents in the room have children and you've already pre-planned setback for your children? No hands in the air, right? Because that don't make sense for you as a parent to plan setback for you. But God didn't plan setback for us. So the question is, if I'm seeing setback, where did it come from? Now watch this. Psalms 139, verse 16 says, Thine eyes did see my substance, yet being unperfect. And watch this. And in thy book all my members were written, which in continuance were fashioned. That means framed, shaped, put together. When as yet there was none of them. So even before I stepped into this world, God had already planned out how he wanted me to live in this world. Okay, the Bible is a progressive revelation. So let's go to Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 1. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Amen. Ephesians chapter, are y'all with me? You paying attention? You here? Okay, Ephesians chapter 1, there at verse 3. Now, I'm going to say a few things. They're going to they go ahead and put it on the board, but I need you to really listen in because, man, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, try, I'm taking you somewhere. You got to hold on now. You got to hold on. Go on this ride with me. The predominant redemptive language of the New Testament speaks to us as having and not getting. Come on, say, I'm, I'm redeemed. This word redeemed means to be bought back, watch this, and to be brought back to its original state. Right? So I've been bought back, right? I've been, the Bible says you've been bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body. Watch this. Not only have I been bought back in this salvation package, but I've been brought back to my original state, which means that God don't see us as sinless anymore. I've been bought back and brought back to that state. Remember on coming to America, the very first one, uh, the two rich guys, they ended up being poor. But then Eddie Murphy, who was rich, was walking by. He didn't know that was them and dropped some money beside them. And the mess around, the guy looked up and saw the money. He pointed his, touched his friend and said, hey, we're back. <laughs> right? He knew that what had just got dropped off to him would bring them back to the state that they were at before they arrived there. 
right? So you've been brought back. That's why believers shouldn't be poor because the original state of man wasn't poverty. Poverty came off the tree that Adam ate. Believers are not supposed to be sick. Sickness came off the tree that Adam ate from that God told him not to eat from. Are you with me? Now, let me show it to you. Here it is. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 4, according as his divine power, according as he hath chosen us in him, when? Before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame. Watch this. Having predestinated us. Come on, read. Unto the adoption of the children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the according to the good pleasure of his will his will for us is good give me Ephesians 2 and 10 in the amplified classic edition then we gotta we gotta rock steady I gotta move on trying to get y'all somewhere man it's already been planned out the problem is we we have not embraced our citizenry Here's what the Lord was sharing with me yesterday, and I, I, I believe he shared it, but I, I, I got to give it to you. We are, Nellums, we become, we become so caught up in our worldly citizenship that we've not embraced our heavenly citizenship. Cut me, I bleed red. I'm a Bama boy. Right? Yeah, right. I'm amazed when I be hearing, you know, Pastors and preachers and stuff, they be preaching, and then they'll turn around and say something. Don't mess with me. I'm from Chicago. Okay, wait a minute. You praying against the crime in your city. You upset about the crime in your community. But yet to prove to us that you're bad, you embrace it to make us think you bad. You telling me not to mess with you because I'm from Chicago, so what part of Chicago are you pulling from to make me not want to mess with you? The bad side of it. I thought you didn't want that in your city, so how you claim that now? And you're just a good microphone king. You ain't going to step to nobody and do nothing anyway. Because it ain't where you're from. It's where you're at. So if you got to embrace Chicago or New York to make you bad, you may not be bad. But see, but see, that's this full embracing of our human side. We hardly ever embrace who we are spiritually. And the Bible is clear. If any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. The Bible says, John 3 and 3 says, you've been born from above. You're now in the family of God, and we don't embrace our new family. Because in the new family, sickness ain't in the new family. Poverty is not in the new family. Confusion is not in the new family. Watch this. In the new family, there is no such thing as a minority. Why a black Christians calling themselves minorities. That's not your title in the new family. We're all equal in the new family. Let no man think more highly than he ought to think. But to think soberly, according as God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. We're all equal. We're all the majority in God's house. But see, when you embrace this earthly more than you do the heavenly, now you put stuff, disclaimers on you that the new family don't have on you. That's why we say stuff like, you got to die of something. I thought Jesus died for it. Which one you going to embrace? 
Which one you going to embrace? We're not embracing our heavenly family. So we tie ourselves to anything in the earth. Communities. We just tie ourselves. I'm there. Listen, there's a difference from what you're born in than what you're born from. I'm born from above. Remember, anytime Jesus entered, anytime Jesus, anytime Jesus encountered anything in the earth, he did not look to the earth to get the answer. He couldn't look to the place for the answer where the problem was. People following him, 5,000 only counted the men, so we say every man was married, that's 10,000 uh, plus children multiplied time two, so that was thousands of people there. You do the math. <laughs> so mine won't be off. Jesus asked, say, we need to buy something to feed these person, these people. Philip looks earthly and says, Lord, two pennies worth won't even be enough so everybody can have a little. Because he's looking earthly. Bible says Jesus asked him the question knowing already what he would do. Because he didn't look earthly to an earthly problem. He looked heavenly to a heavenly problem. For, for the earthly, for the, heavenly for the solution. And Jesus said, make them sit down in a green place. Speaks of supply. He said, now give it to me because I know where to put it at first so it'll multiply. He blessed and gave it to the disciples. And the Bible says they ate as much as they would. Now think about, look at your life. You got earthly stuff going on. Where do you first look to get the resolve? Oh, I bet if I go turn this into the title payday loan company, they'll give me some money for this, and I'll try to get it back. That 75% they're going to throw on top of it. Oh, you know, maybe if I, maybe, you know, I get out there and find me a dude, you get what I'm saying? And, he, you know, I know he's going to give me a little money, you know, and I, I, I can save up enough. Or I can go out here and hit another job. I can go get me two more jobs and, and just let my mama keep my kids for me and just try to, we don't, we, we don't look heavenly for the earthly problem. But you are a heavenly, you are a heavenly citizen. Are you listening to me? Are you getting this? Ephesians 2 and 10 amplified. That's why I said I was. I got 14 minutes. I'm going to use all my time. Trying to get y'all to see something. I've got, I've, well, then I'm going to go back to Ephesians 1. I'm going to go back to start at verse 16 because I need y'all to get this. After we get out of this, man, I'm telling you, I'm about to take y'all somewhere, man. I'm telling you. We, we, Jesus would always say, my kingdom is not of this world. He's hanging down on the cross. Leave that up there. He's hanging down on the cross, and they down there janking him. Tell my other save himself, he cannot say, I met you. Like, oh, he heard that. He said, hold on, let me tell you something. He just come up out of pain real quick. Let me tell you something. I'm up here for you. But if I wanted to, I can call a legion of angels and they'll pick me up off here. But I'm on here to die for you, so leave me alone. <sighs> Just went right back to it. Because Jesus knew that there is a resolve that I can get to this from somewhere else. That I'm not, listen, listen, the world may be limited to the world, but I'm not limited to the world because I'm born again from another place. And this place has everything that I need. God see me being right here with this need. And he already planned how I can get out of it. But we don't go to him and ask him how. I say this all the time. Men and women, some of y'all ain't hurt. If you had a responded and reacted to that male or that female God's way, 
You wouldn't have got hurt. You wouldn't have been five years in and know that you shouldn't have been one day in. But you know, here's what the world say. You got to test it before you drive it. We got to live together first to see if I can live with you. And we as kingdom citizens accept the world's way as kingdom citizens. And then when it don't work out the world way, we even turn around and blame the Bible that it didn't work. I'm amazed at how people, how single, and I've been a shackle, so I can talk about this. Pastor and walked down the aisle six months pregnant, so I got the, we got the hat, the t-shirt, the coffee cup, the sippy cup, and everything, so we can talk about this. Throw myself up under the bus first. I'm amazed at how people will call the church and want counseling from the church on their shacking relationship. Like you want to sit your boyfriend before me and tell, get me to tell him how to be a husband boyfriend. You want to sit your girlfriend before me and you want me to tell her how she needs to submit to her boyfriend like she should to her husband. Or how to make y'all home work better. Watch this, God's way and y'all not even in God in the home. What I'm supposed to say about that? You decided to start it with thy God, keep rocking with it. Don't come to me, keep rocking with it, dude. Make it work. You decided to go the world's way, make it work to find out the way. Oh, but something tells me God got the answer. He did. He said, date, six, nine months in, go get counsel. Let's see if we're compatible. Let's find out what we may need to work on. That the, the, the answer to my lack is not moving in with you and we share bills. That I'm lacking some stewardship in the area, and debt is not a spirit. Debt is in my life because I don't steward well over my money, and moving in with you ain't going to help me become a better steward. I just got more money that I can mess up. And all of it ain't mine, so I don't have to worry about all mine being messed up. And then if it now works, now we can go down the aisle and do it God's way because if Jesus was here today, it would be different. And we don't modernize the Bible to fit our time. We take the time and fit the Bible. You're preaching good, pastor. And then y'all accept this mess and then call yourself Christian. If you put anything before Christian, you are not a Christian. Because anything you put before the word Christian, it runs Christian. Ain't no such thing as a black Christian, white Christian, gay Christian, homosexual Christian. No. If that's the case, then what, what it, the adjective before it runs the Christian. So that, so that means that that rules the Bible. And the Bible don't rule you. We Christian, bam, point blank. I'm not a liberal Christian. I'm not a Democrat Christian. I'm not a Republican Christian. I'm a Christian. And wrong is wrong no matter what party I'm in. Where we get this from? The moment you put something in front of that, it now rules it. So that determines whether or not you go with what this say. The Bible says, husband, love your wives. That's what the book say. That's real relation. As Christ loved the church and gave himself for him. Do you know that Adam really eating from the tree was a sacrifice? He Watch this, catch it. He was putting himself on the tree. Listen, nothing happened when Eve ate. 
Nothing changed. Come on, open your eyes, folks. Nothing changed. When, nothing fell into sin when Eve ate. But Adam, a real man, said, I can't leave you like that. She was out of God by herself, not the earth, only her. But a real man give himself like Christ. How did Christ give himself for the church? He put himself on a tree. So Adam put himself on the tree by taking from the tree. I'm going to become a type of Christ for you because that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to die for you. Jesus said, there go my pattern. Now, I, God said, there go my pattern in the earth right there. It was always planned that there be a tree to get man back. And so since Adam sacrificed himself for his bride, Jesus came and sacrificed himself for his bride, the church. That's why he's called Abinadam, the second Adam. So Adam didn't necessarily sin, he sacrificed, which is what husbands are supposed to do. And the Bible says wives are supposed to love their husbands. They're supposed to be submissive to their husband. I know we don't like that word today because we got these, you know, powerful. No, the Bible says submit. That don't change. See, let me help you understand. You, the reason you don't is because you don't understand what submit means. Every bridge is submitted. Every bridge top is submitted to the, to, to the pier. As a matter of fact, the strength of the bridge is not what's on top of the water, but what's up under the water. So what balances every man if he, once he's married is a good woman? Now look what the Bible says. For we are God's own handiwork. Come on, say I belong to God. We are his workmanship. Come on. Recreated in Christ. We are, we're do what? We're, we're born anew. That we may do those good works with God pre. Uh-huh. He did what? Uh-huh. For us, taking, uh-huh, that we should, doing what? Pause, question, church, what is, the, what, is the, what is the church supposed to be doing? What are you supposed to be doing? You're supposed to be doing what? No, 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 you, you, you're supposed to be coming up the rough side of the mountain and doing your best to make it in. No, no, you're supposed to be struggling, man. It don't supposed to be that easy for you. You, you. If it's going good for you, then chances are you on the devil's side. So here's my question. Now that you think about all the years that you accepted that teaching, that God is doing this to make me stronger. Well, let me ask you a question. Why aren't y'all stronger? God putting you through that because he's trying to make you stronger. Well, why aren't we stronger? Why is uh, uh, mental illness and depression at an all-time high? Why? If God is doing it to make us stronger, where's the strength? See, you ate the cake. And sometimes we don't know that our moms can't cook until we eat somebody else. food and you be going back home like I can't believe you had me eating this all this time and I was talking about how good it was but I ate the neighbor food and you can't cook you can't cook it was just as good as it want to be them greens weren't supposed to taste like that but because that's all you had that's all you knew 
And the sad irony, especially my brothers, we try to be so big chested. You love holding on to old rotten stuff because it make you feel like you got some. Rather than just to dump that mess and say it wasn't good, it wasn't working. They did the best they could. They gave us what they could. But if you learn better, you ought to do better. And not just trying to hold on to stuff because it got heritage connected to it. Some artwork isn't priceless. Some artwork isn't artwork. And we just in the church feel like we got to hold on to everything. That's why we, we examine every song we sing. And I can even tell to some of y'all, y'all don't know what real worship is about. I can tell. I can tell some of y'all ain't, y'all really don't know what worship is about because you like them songs that sing about your trouble. Well, worship means to talk about the worth of, which means worship talks about him, not about you. So how do you fall in love and call some worship when the song don't do nothing but talk about you? And then talking about him, you sit there and cross your, I thought it was supposed to show worth. Let me ask you something, husbands, walk in the bedroom and your wife like this, you already know. Don't even ask the question. Don't even consider it. Because this is closed invitation. And then, and then to even go further, you'll say, well, you don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what. No, 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 no. I know what you're doing. Because if somebody was to rob you, you throw your hands up. If somebody was to rob you, you'd immediately hit the ground. It's a, it's a, it's a full, complete submission because you don't want nothing to happen to you. Well, why we don't submit? Because he's allowing good things to happen to us. We so backwards in the church and want to call ourselves so deep. I see some of y'all looking at me strange, but don't let the suit fool you. Now, I ain't scared of nobody now. Let me be the preacher. And if you don't like it, then just don't come back. Go where you was going before and let them keep preaching that, that mess to you and you keep eating it up. But here, I'm here to grow people. We're going to become the kingdom citizens that God has called us to be. And we're going to stop letting people tell us we're supposed to be broke. We're supposed to be suffering. You, you may face it, but because I face it don't mean I'm supposed to be it. Living the good life. Keep reading. Which? Which he prearranged and made ready for us. Huh. And the Bible says he prepared it ahead of time. You know why we don't see it? Because we don't embrace his way of living. Think about it. In that moment, in that moment, in that, in that moment right there, what did you do? Did you do what you felt like or did you do what the word said? Did you cuss at him? Did you cuss at her? Did you apologize? Were you slow to anger and quick to forgive? Or did you respond? Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. Did you patience yourself? Did you patience yourself, husband? And talk through it? Or was it, shut up! You know who I. Well, was that you or God? Did you allow God in that moment? Or did you put you in that moment? Come on, why? did you do God in that moment, wife? Or did you, you do you in that moment? Come on, y'all in your relationships. Ain't nothing wrong with having your boo thing. But y'all booed up God's way? Or y'all boot up y'all way. You ain't got to say nothing. We don't want to know where you at. Just, just. 
How you booed up? You booed up God's way or you booed up your way? Now, if you booed up your way, don't ask God for help. He's a present help in the time of trouble his way. And oftentimes, think about it. When we even ask him for help, we've decided that we're ready to turn and do it his way. But you can't just say, I'm doing it God. Like Pastor Em and I was shacking. We, I, I'm going to tell a joke. I got 33 seconds here. So, Pastor Em and I, we, we shacking. We shacking. And uh, my alarm clock goes off. And Michael Jackson has this, this amazing song that starts out with a, a beautiful crin, crin show. Thank y'all. <laughs> Help pass that. Of, of, of trumpets and horns. Sounds like an orchestra warming up, but I mean, it is so beautiful, man. I'm, oh my God, it's probably one of the most beautiful things. And I didn't even know that he did this, but I mean, so, you know, we laying there in the bed. We shacking, we laying there in the bed. And, uh, well, you, we shacking. So, you, I mean, it ain't like we was in separate rooms. You get what I'm saying? We shacking. <laughs> my alarm clock goes off. I mean, the timing was perfect. The alarm clock goes off. The song comes on as the alarm clock goes off. So my alarm clock was set to music. And as soon as the alarm clock goes off, this beautiful crescendoing of, of trumpets and saxophones, all those woodwind, you know, things go. And this girl, she's asleep. <laughs> My crazy, but I'm getting like, girl, what in the world is wrong with you? Because you started me out of my sleep. The girl thought the rapture had happened. <laughs> I'm talking about, I'm talking about she come up out her sleep, crocodile tears. I'm, when I'm telling you, I'm telling you crocodile tears streaming down her face. Hear my backslidden, but don't even know what's going on. Like, what? What in the, I ain't even know the trumpets. You get what I'm saying? This girl crying, man, I'm she, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I'm like, what are you talking? What is wrong? The sinner, the saint. <laughs> right? So I, I'm talking about, man, that girl heart beating. So I'm talking about, I mean, I see fear and terror on her face. Right? And so I say, I say, babe, I say, it's the alarm clock. She said, oh, oh. It took, I had to calm that girl down. She said, oh, I thought I missed the rapture. She said, she said, we got to get married. I can't do this no more. I can't do this no more. That girl was smart enough to call on Jesus, man. I ain't even know. I just think it's the alarm clock. You get what I'm saying? That girl thought she missed the rapture, doc. I think about a month later, month and a half later, we walking down the aisle, got married. We can't live like this no more. This ain't, this ain't right. Our pastor had already set her down. You know, thank you, Faith. This girl introduced me to the word of faith. I left my church to come be with her. And uh, I get over there. We just dating. And my actions, not stepping up being the man that I needed to be, Moved in with me, was singing on the praise team, serving God. That's what made her so attractive to me, just her love for God. And my butt gets her pregnant, and now she got to sit down because of me. And so my grandfather came across the street one day. I saw him coming. I met him in the middle of the street. He looked me in my face and said, son, I'm disappointed at you. And I'm like, why, Dad? I call him Dad. He said, because you didn't see me live like that. 
pointed back at the house. He said, you saw me and grandmama together. And I'm disappointed. I turned around and just walked back in the house. I went in the house then told her, I said, we, we, we can't live like this no more. You didn't grow up like this, and I didn't grow up like this. And we Christians. We're we not just saved. we Christians. That means he's not just Savior, but he's Lord of my life, which means he dictates my actions. He, he tells me what to do. I don't tell him how I'm going to do it. He tells me what to do. And he said, this is wrong. I don't care what society say. It's wrong. And we got to make it right. So we got to get married. We got married. I'm talking to somebody, man. I don't know who this for. I'm concerned that a lot of Christians going to end up in hell. Say, so why you say that? Because you can't keep using his name. And pushing people away with your actions. You ain't got Bible. Oh, I got much Bible for that. He said there will be many that will say, Lord, I healed in your name. I prophesied in your name. I did all these great things in your name. And here's what Jesus said. He going to say, depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. You may have been using my name, but you didn't know me. See, salvation is not just what you say. It's also a life of what you do. And we got to start lining our lives up with the Word of God. And stop just wearing Christianity like it's a coat. Because it's a lifestyle. We're talking about relationships. Here's where it really gets real. Is He not only Savior, is He Lord? Because when He's Lord, Mary, then you say, Lord, not my will. So, and yeah, will I miss it sometime? Yeah. But my goal is to make my will in this area your will. My goal is to correct this area of my life and line it up. Will I fall sometime and miss it? Yeah, you're going to miss it sometimes because you still got this human side you got to deal with. But my goal, my aim, my pursuit is that my actions represent a kingdom kid. No different than if your children lead a house, you want them to remember what you taught them and act like a whatever your last name is. Don't be out there acting like a fool because I ain't raised you like that. God's saying the same thing. Why my children down here acting like a fool? When the word of God don't raise them like that. Like we got people now say, have something, have Christian. Better what? Oh, you know, have hood, have Christian. Oh, see that stuff right there? All it's doing is giving way for your flesh to act up. Just opening the door for something else to act up in your life. You're telling us already you plan on doing this. We got to line our lives up with the Word of God. That's where it all starts. We got to first give ourselves to Him and allow Him to have space in the heart to do what He needs to do. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you. Help us, Lord. Help us. Help us. Help us, Lord. Show us. Show us, Lord. Train us. Teach us, Father. In the name of Jesus. Give us a heart for you, Father. Holy Spirit, burn up everything in us that's not like you. Help us, help us. Help us to be better in word, in deed, in action. Help us to be better, Lord. Help us to resist the devil, Lord. Help us to resist temptation, Lord. In the name, help us to crucify the flesh, Lord. Help us in the time of obedience to your word, God. In the name, help us to do it the right way, God. In the name, you said you'd be a present help in the time of trouble. So, God, we ask you for help, God. We know the old way, but we want the new way. 
and we ask you for help, God, in the name of, help us, help us to keep our mouths. Help us, help us, Lord. Help us, God, in the name of Jesus. Help us that what we do gives glory to you, God, that it speaks well of you, God, that you get the glory, Father, in the name, even if it's temporary hurt because we decide to do right, God, is safe for us. We trust, we trust in your word, God, to keep us. We trust in your word to protect us, God. We trust in the validity, God, the strength of your word, God, to do what it said it would do when we function and we operate in your word, God, that it will be a shelter in the time of storm, God, that it will be a bridge over troubled water, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord. And we thank you for it. Thank you, though, your word. Your word is true. You cannot lie. And then, God, we thank you for walking with us, that you never leave us nor forsake us. Even when we get it wrong, God, you're right there to pick us up. And to help us along the way. So we thank you, Father, for it. And the, thank you that you're slow to anger and you're quick to forgive, Lord. Thank you that you're long-suffering, Father. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are a God that will never leave us nor forsake us. You said you'll be with us always, even until the end, God. So we thank you for it, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Now, God, hear our hearts cry. We resubmit our bodies unto you as a living sacrifice. Show us where we're off, God. Show us what we need to do again. Show us where we need to make it right, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you for tuning in to our podcast. If you were changed by this message today, help someone else by sharing on your social media platforms. You can partner with us to continue to reach more people by giving at rightwayccc.org or on the Givelify app. Make sure to subscribe so that you're the first to know when a new episode is available. Thanks for listening.